0: Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. 54321, we are live. Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast, episode number 147. Could be six, but it's not eight, I don't think. So I think it's seven. 147. 147 thing is, like, it is a really um, sh- it's a really shit joke, me doing this, but it's not actually a joke, because every week I just think, I I genuinely can't remember what, what number it is.
1: Well, Matt's still thinking...
0: I've, I've missed, um, yeah, I've missed at least 100 of them. Well, <laughs> probably. Probably not far off. When you think about it, hundred we are coming up to our three-year anniversary.
1: That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. So, what, that'd be, like, June? Was it June time? End of May, June we started?
0: Yeah, it must be before then. Well, For if the not. Pod- yeah well how else we so far like if you think we're well so that'd be 156 wouldn't it so oh maybe you're right actually because we did do a few a couple episodes a week didn't we to start with so yeah it probably is about then actually i'll take it back edward i'm sorry you're right i'm normally
1: right so (laughs) not a nutrition
0: (laughs) definitely not in your political leans but anyway um we won't we won't go into that um so, episode number one hundred and forty seven. We are going today talk about something quite related again to the current climate that we're all living through and having to survive through. But before we go on to that, um obviously we have Edward, we have Matthew, and we have me. So let's have a little round, a uh, little round around Robin, a little catch up. So Matthew, how's your week been? Uh yeah.
2: Same yeah. as last week, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh, how about you? No, I think it's all right. You're just 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 settling in, settling into life on lockdown. Has, has been the rules.
0: Has there been any? Because obviously we talked about the stresses and the negative, um, or potential to negative well-being and mindset that being in this isolation could do. Has there been any moments like that this week, or anything kind of stand outish or dramatic, or has it just been no. out No, no. I think I think everyone's gonna get that. I
2: think you're lying if you. You don't get a few down moments. I think yesterday or Friday, one of those days, I was um, just in a bit of a shit mood. Can't tell why, but just didn't feel like doing anything. Um, so it's going to happen, right? Everyone's going to get it like that, I think over the next few months.
0: Yeah, no, for sure.
2: But generally, all right. Like as long as as long as you keep him busy-ish. Like I mean, I'm still working Monday to Friday, so that keeps me busy. I think if you are one of the ones been furloughed or don't have work, whatever, it's going to be more challenging to fill your time and not get sucked into social media, look at your phone news for 10 million hours a week. Mm
0: -hmm. Did you um, spot any nice birds from your garden or?
1: No.
2: we've got cats, right? There's no no birds in our garden. Oh,
1: okay.
0: What about wildlife then? Hey,
1: just only saw the ones on the road. (laughs)
0: Well, uh, uh, oh, I'm, I'm glad, glad you had an interesting week then. Nothing yeah,
2: record. I mean it's gonna be more of the same next week as well, I imagine.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh,
2: actually, no, tell a lie. Our new fridge freezer yeah. turned up today. Much excitement in the
0: neighbourhood.
1: Oh, I hope you wipe how, out, boy. Yeah. How did you go? I was gonna say, how did you go about having it delivered? Did they, did they just drop it on the doorstep and then you had to <laughs> disinfect it and then yeah. bring it? <laughs>
2: So I think, I think probably the topic of uh, talk today. But no, we, we asked them to leave on doorstep. They rang the doorbell. They went back to the van. They saw me come out and say, yep. And then they signed for it. And then I had to drag it into the kitchen and put it in place.
1: Nice. So that was your workout for the day, then.
2: Yeah, kind of. It wasn't too bad. 60 kilos it weighed. It's, it's. a sign on it saying uh, minimum of two people to handle sixty kilos. I was like,
0: come on, guys, this ain't gonna be a problem. It's the size and the dimensions. Usually, is the problem. Let's be honest, isn't it?
1: I in one of the shops when we're setting it up, I was on my own because the like the the guy who was doing all the, the setup with me. He he had left early, and uh, I was on my own, just tinkering with a few bits. And two blokes dropped off. Uh, you know, like the big like drinks. Like freezer. Oh yeah, massive one. So it's like triple the width of a home fridge, if not wider. It's got the big open front on it, and they, those things weigh probably 150 kilos, something like that. And uh, they got it to the door of the the centre where the shop is, and then they just said, uh, "We're not insured to carry it inside." Um, and i was just like are you kidding me All right. <laughs> Did do you think i can move this on my own and they just dumped it at the doors for the center uh, so i said well can you at least tip it on its side onto this like skate that i had um so they helped me do that and then i had to go and like find some security cards to come and like help pick it up with me and uh, like set it right once i got it into the shop so it was quite funny uh, but uh, yeah that was definitely a handle with, like, four people or not two.
0: I've been um, frankly, typing away on mute while you were chatting then, just to try and find a clip, but I failed miserably trying to find it. But I was going to play the Ricky Gervais uh, clip from The Office, which says, ooh, you're hard. I couldn't find yeah. it. So... Yeah. Fuck's yeah. <laughs> <Facts>
2: sake. <laughs> Next time.
0: Next time, yeah. yes. Oh,
1: okay. You should be like radio, you know. You just have a soundboard in front of you with well... all the
0: What's what's really annoying is I've got it. I've got the clip on my phone, but as uh, I was just explained to Matthew prior to recording about why I don't have WhatsApp on me other than on my desktops because my phone's in the other room being list, listened to by my two-year-old child. Um, but if not, I would have just played it from that because I keep it just in case I get things like that happen where I think, "Oh, you're odd." Right, I can just play it back, or you know, you get the odd Instagram message, so I can play it back. So, "Oh, you're odd," right. just send it back to them.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. So. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Oh, you're odd. Oh, you're odd. It's,
1: you? I mean,
0: no. it's just funny. It's just funny when when, so, when someone I, I can't even think of a good example now. Like you know this ten for ten shit going around or whatever. it yeah. is yeah. Like obviously send someone sends you something like that and goes, look at me, I just did ten press ups. So you can just send it back. Go, yeah, you're odd. Just send a video <laughs> back. say yeah, you're odd. Tell
1: just, you what. My newsfeed now is just full of so many challenges, saying let's get Corona off the newsfeed. I actually want to see something Corona-related just to get all these fucking challenges off my newsfeed. <laughs> yeah. Well. Wow. Walksies, um, or- beaches. Um, what are the other ones? There's just so I many. See, yeah,
2: beaches. Yeah. I don't even look ne- at Facebook anymore. Facebook's just a negative place.
1: Well, yeah. And what's this? until tomorrow thing like what the fuck's that I don't even know so no explanation or anything just weird pictures of people
0: I don't know what you're talking about Mm. genuinely I knew the 10 for 10 thing only because someone tagged me in one saying do it so I did but um, yeah well two people actually
1: but did you tag me in that
0: Mm, might have done can't remember yeah because I think the first person tagged me was Amy who we shouted out obviously on the episode before last she tagged me in it so, which is funny because she said, "Well done for pronouncing her name right." Her, na- her name, surname is Ramshead. R a m s h e a d, and I was like, hey, how? "Yeah, how could you get that wrong?" Ramshed. <laughs> Ramshed. Ramshed. <laughs> you sounded very Asian <laughs> or Indian there.
1: No, he's Welsh. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So that's the only reason I know about that. I don't know about the other ones. No idea. Yeah. I don't really go on much social media at all to be honest now and when I do I find myself checking off quite quick because I'm like I do a little scroll and think this is boring and then just get off it so
1: yeah I've not been doing much I've got a couple of games on my phone that's how I've been passing time over the weekend Um playing on those but uh now I've, I've not done too much social media in actually apart from when I've been putting photos of Nala up mm-hmm. oh, well, oh yeah
0: oh, oh yeah oh. let's find out about it this week oh, oh yeah look I've got a puppy oh. I, I I take issue with the fact that you've named a dog uh, the same name as what it is should be for a female cat.
1: It was Alex's idea.
0: It's a shit idea, and you can tell her I said that.
1: <laughs> um, I think it was more just because she looks like a little lion.
0: No, she doesn't. She looks like a fucking dog.
1: <laughs> Shush your mouth.
0: Oh, she does. That isn't offensive. <laughs> I am absolutely very,
2: very jealous, actually. I'd love a puppy right now.
0: I thought you were a cat, man.
2: I'm an animal, man, mate. Any any animals?
0: Oh. I, did, I mean, I've always said you're a bit of a bitch, but... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You...
2: How, is, how is dog life? Are you allowed one walk a day? Or has she not been all got good jabs yet?
1: She's uh, only eight weeks, so... We've still got to wait for all the jabs, but she um, she sleeps a lot as well. Okay. A bit boring at times. But. Can, you,
0: can you even get to a vet's? As in, like our vets still open?
1: Yeah, some. Um, she had a first round it's... of jabs, and then we had to pick her up like pretty much.
0: Um, sh- um, so,
2: Mary's really, so, emergency only allowed to a vet's, and I know that because my mum had to rush her dog to hospital yesterday. To hospital to a vet's yesterday.
0: I was going to say, I wouldn't take a um, dog to says, hospital.
2: No, no. <laughs> and, uh, and she's, yeah, they had to wait in the car. My mum had to wait in the car. They came out, gowned up and got the dog, took it inside and then did what they needed to. And then, yeah, I am shearing sharingly, apparently.
1: Yeah, the the vet where she had a first round of jabs just before, uh, when was it? Um, Tuesday, she had a first round. And they were like, this is literally the last day we're doing anything non-emergency. Um, but luckily where we used to take dog when I used to live with mum and dad, um they've said if you like if you hand them through the door because theirs is on a on a main road so there's no car park or anything um they said well this was last week when we asked they said um if you hand them through the door we'll do them for you um just because like we've we spent a lot of money there with the old dog so <laughs> i'm sure they're trying to do anything they can to help us out so um yeah so they kind of said if we if we pass the dog through um she'll do them I so
0: <laughs> one, it sounds too wrong but two also i hope you've got pet insurance
1: yes i have yes
0: tell you what i wouldn't have a uh a pet without it
1: oh well it with the the king charlie rusty that we had uh we cancelled it because it was cheaper to pay the vet bills each month than it was to pay the insurance that they kept quoting because we just claimed on it so much because he was had that much going on with him so mm. uh, yeah which was crazy uh, yeah uh, well
0: i don't work in pet insurance so i couldn't really tell you how it works but I have seen some people's pet bills before going into the several thousands for some stuff. And I think, yeah, oh, it's probably def- definitely a good idea to have pet insurance, I think. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. let's be honest. If
1: if
0: yeah, exactly. And if you're a pet owner, like most people treat their pets like family, like children, you know, or whatever. So it's not like you're going to go, yeah, that bill's too high. Fuck it. Put the thing down. Oh, yeah.
1: Funnily, when I when I was at university, I. um. It was seeing a, a Brazilian girl and uh, she was a trainee vet. And that's why she was over here doing veterinary science. And when she went back to Brazil and she was doing a placement, she was saying that people couldn't afford the vet bills. So like if, if the dog ever got ill or whatever, they had to put the dogs down quite often because people wouldn't, wouldn't pay the vet bills. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So it must be horrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. That was Um, okay. So, um, you're obviously not taking the dog for a walk, are you? You still getting out and about yourself, though?
1: As much as sort of safe to do so, I'm. I'm still working, but at the moment, um, I'm going to the shops and taking out the perishables and stuff like that because the shops are all closed. So I've kind of been on my own, either in the in the van or like in an empty shop. So I've, I've been self isolating, but going places, uh, sort you, of. So you've been um, yeah.
0: you've been still keeping socially distant, is What you mean? I think absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Doesn't feel like uh, uh, emptying cheese shops feels like the central job.
1: Oh, it's more just because we know they're not going to be open for the next few months. So that cheese is. I
0: I know that, but the government has specified, Edward.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. Because we are very, very busy online as well. um, uh, So that's kind of bending the rules a little bit, I suppose, delivering food. Um, So we're using stuff to sell online.
0: You won't be the first one. Did you see the range, installed freezers in all their stores so they could then be classed as an, a, a store that can com- and comply with the emergency rules so therefore they can stay open. How outrageous.
1: Yeah, it's almost as bad as Sports Direct.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, um, I was surprised. Oh, I, I wouldn't hey, be... I apologise now, right? I just feel everything
2: is political at the moment. nutrition, <laughs> yeah. well, it is. A nutrition, nutrition, nutrition podcast and we delve into... It is, Which though. you can't avoid, I guess. It is, it is, it is. life at
0: the so, moment, is, yeah. Someone made this comment the other day about, oh, why is the coronavirus keep getting political? I'm like, you can't separate it. It's literally impossible. Mm-hmm. Um what, what I was going to cool. say is, um, I'm glad you're still getting out about as you can, Ed, and I'm glad you're obviously as well, Matthew, because uh, as we discussed last week, it is incredibly important in this very stressful time to make sure that people are still making some time for themselves, getting some sunlight and fresh air. But make sure you are still abiding by the rules and practicing, obviously, social distancing and, and all the safety procedures and guidelines that we have to follow is massively important. And I'm not even joking. Like People think, oh, always being sarcastic. No, I'm not.
1: I'm genuinely not. I think the worst corporates, like being out and about, um, or kind of when I have, um, the worst people I've seen for not social distancing are females in their 20s and teenage males. So the amounts of, like, where our shops are obviously like peak district places like that so um people like to go walking and and all this and um and you see so many like twos and threes of women in their 20s out walking in their active wear um and then teenage lads just hanging around and you just you you do feel that like hanging out the window sometimes and just like shouting stuff um because they're obviously not sisters that live at the same house because of their age and they don't look anything like
0: well, th- there are still people apparently doing things like still having barbecues. Their family come around barbecues in the back garden and stuff, and police are having to go around and stop. I read, yeah. I read a news story last or might have been last week, or might have been the, just this week, the early start of this weekend, can't remember. But like some policeman went and asked a group of twelve or a do- dozen or so people around someone's back garden to stop the barbecue and move, and they refused to. So the policeman had to tip their barbecue over, which I don't know <laughs> if that feels like the right. Um, uh, re- response to to obviously being told no we won't stop but I'm not against it
1: well the yeah I just,
0: that,
2: yeah. I just think yeah it's just it's honestly insane into people who are like literally putting their lives on the line in the NHS every day with I don't know just like just it's not hard is it no, no,
0: it's, it's
2: really not hard.
0: not hard no um anyway on that note should we uh should we move on uh, my week has been <laughs> very much yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my week's been very much like yours work Um, sitting indoors playing with the kids work blah 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 so more interesting part is uh, deciding what to do with my diet and obviously the fact that I obviously people have been uh, listening will know that I've been dieting since the middle to end of January trying to shred some pounds for Johnny's wedding which almost certainly we now know this week is not going to happen so it's now a case of what do I do? Do I carry on for the funsies, or do I um, decide to delay, thinking that we're not going to be going abroad, and I'm not going to have to get my my washboard abs out in front of uh, front of you boys? Well, not Matthew, but Ed and John. Well, uh, if
2: if it gets gets delayed, I might have to come there. Yeah, so I suppose that's every cool.
0: cloud. So that's that's one other negative thing of the uh, <laughs> the delay. <laughs> 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 Oh, bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah, so I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was thinking like, as it's as it's 99% certain we won't be going. Um, I was thinking I might still die a bit longer to give me some more room to kind of go into to bulk in from for a while. But if it ends up being we potentially could be going in later in the year, that might not be the best approach. And I'll probably just go into a bit more of a maintenance slash gain kind of phase for a while.
1: Yeah, it's tough not knowing... The like when when you do need to diet for so you can sort of plan ahead and say right okay i can dedicate that six months or that four months to uh to whatever it needs to be um yeah and then you know how far to push the mini cut yeah. well
0: i think yeah. the thing is that i i've already lost obviously pretty much the best part of 20 pounds i think like my lowest weighing would have put pretty much 20 pounds on the button i've gone up a little bit last few days since then but um i was thinking i probably want another 10 before we went which would have probably been manageable in there, I think at the time was like nine weeks
1: mm-hmm. yeah. so
0: but if I can maintain and manage around this for a while and then you know aim for that another ten again then I'd have been pretty happy so maybe we just have to do it like that so
1: yeah play, play it by ear over the next couple of weeks see what happens Make, obviously nine you know 99.99% chance it's going to be cancelled isn't it but uh, yeah you can guarantee all the plugs start gaining, and then they'll be like, Oh no, it's on. <laughs> yeah,
0: perhaps. Um, Johnny will be happy anyway, at least, because he'll have another, you know, however many weeks to carry on for the four years he's been dieting for it. So,
1: <laughs> Yeah, it'll make all the difference that so. outrageous,
0: <laughs> It's outrageous. But, um, shall we get on to the topic then about what we were going to talk about today?
1: Let's do it. Because
0: obviously, we're 20 minutes in, and we'll get some abuse from some people from just doing didari beforehand. Um, as opposed to Dear Deirdre, which is a different thing. Don't confuse the two. Um, who wants to start? So we were going to talk about training at home during this phase of lockdown, because it's obviously stressing a lot of people out. We did touch on a few bits last, last week, didn't we, Matthew, around how people can it maybe is. just make sure they're using some form of exercise to help their well-being. So I, it will, I guess, just expand and echo on from that. But um, we'll try and get a bit more detail, yeah? Yeah? Yeah.
2: That was so, good. It
0: was good. Yeah. I was thinking we could probably say let's start with um just kind of like a brief guidance in terms of the the views in what people's um mentality, for want of a better phrase, should be around it about around training this time. Because last week we spoke about it saying like it is stressful time and The isolation itself can basically affect people's uh, mental health and mindset a lot. What you don't wanna do is then worry and stress about training at the same time, because obviously that's just another stressor and another thing to add to what is already a very stressful period. So I would just like to expand that a little bit and just start with that, because what I don't want people to do is come away from this podcast worried about training or not training, because at the end of the day, you're not going to put yourself back very far at all if you don't even do any type of training. So if you're say like a resistance trainer or or something, you're training something specifically. If you can't do that now for the next few weeks or even a few months, it's not going to really make a huge amount of difference in the longer term, in the chronic term. Now here's why. So this is the analogy that I had in my head, which I um, did explain to to a mate during the week around like he was a bit worried about not being able to keep up his training. Um, essentially if you train, so the, the analogy i used was something like that like, you could train with someone all the time and obviously have consistent or similar um or similar you know progress in whatever you're doing um and obviously as you're an experienced person the amount you gain session to session is very very small right so obviously you make lots of get progress in the in the like when you first start something usually and then obviously that gets smaller, and smaller over time now if um someone say you take one of those people away and they can't then train for a number of weeks or whatever else, they'll come back and yes there'll be a period where they are not as proficient as the other person. So obviously they've fallen back for want of a better phrase as well. Um so one person's obviously now a bit further ahead because obviously they've done the training, the other person's falling back. So while that person then continues training from that point onwards, as in the person further ahead, they will still be making marginal tiny little gains every training session. The other person's so far away, however, their trajectory of their next lot of training sessions while they get back up to speed again will be a lot faster. So basically they will eventually just catch up the other person quickly over time. So at the end of whatever training period, they will eventually end up probably in the exact same spot. Make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty well researched really, isn't it? Um sort of like over twelve month blocks and stuff. And I think realistically that's they're the kind of time frames we need to be looking at, six, twelve like six to twelve month blocks of um of that sort of thing so yeah it's it's pretty well researched which is quite cool um it's an odd concept and you probably think oh god uh no way that could that be true but yeah there's there's a few, quite a few studies on it now which is uh, interesting and that's why i think a lot of the time uh like your big bodybuilders as well they'll take a few months off i know that's to rest from gear and stuff as well but you know they're still making fantastic gains and they'll literally like, not train um for a couple of months like over christmas and then they'll start again come like february time um for their shows at the end of the year um so yeah so it's quite common kind of with the research which is done in the, you know the normal person like uh three um and all the way up to those who uh, yeah up to the elite level where they do it as well so
0: mm-hmm. i think one of the studies i think there's a Schoenfeld paper and i don't know if again if i mentioned this last week i don't know if i've just talked about it whether i talked on the podcast but one where a group one group participants trained for 12 months, one trained for six, and they eventually had this pretty much like over the 12-month period had very similar returns and gains. So again, that kind of justifies that as, as being evidence-based that taking some time off, isn't gonna be a huge detriment, and you're all of a sudden gonna have lost six months worth of training, because it just doesn't work like that. For like, using that analogy I, or I just I came up with in terms of your trajectory of then when you get back into training after having a time off is just so much faster than if you're not, you eventually just pretty much catch up. Now, I'm not saying over the longer term, like if you did six months on, six months off every year for a decade, you wouldn't have less progress than a person that did 12 months on constantly for a decade. Perhaps they would, but the point is, short periods don't make a huge amount of difference um so what we don't want people to do is just stress or struggle or worry added on top of all the stress that you're already going through by thinking i can't get to a gym or i can't do this or i can't even go out and train because we're now on like true isolation or whatever
1: yeah and i think like a, a lot of gym stuff is very expensive so i was looking at benches uh today on amazon now i looked at benches uh about three months ago when i when i like, moved in probably longer ago actually now i've been in the house about six months so um yeah probably four, four or so months just before christmas uh, i was looking at benches and like they were anywhere between sort of 60 to a couple of hundred quid for the really fancy ones and the ones with more attachments on now you can't really find a gym bench just a bench that like a, an adjustable back on it uh you can't find them for under a couple of hundred quid it's ridiculous That's so everybody can well yeah yeah that's if they're not sold out so the ones that aren't sold out some of them were over a grand and all it was was just a bench that the back moved up and down on like absolutely ridiculous um so uh yeah so like it, it financially it's just not viable for a lot of people to to start buying bits of kit and like you you know full well you know i mean what did what did your setup cost you for your garage
0: uh i think i probably spent with all in so like um i, I know we were going to talk about equipment but Obviously, I guess it will repeat itself a little bit, but like matting, um, barbells, squat rack, uh, a bench with a leg attachment on, um, my bumper plates. Uh, I did buy some sexy Iron Master dumbbells, though, didn't I? Which are nice. they okay. not particularly cheap, but they are very nice. Uh, what else did I bought? I bought a secondhand spin bike off Gumtree for about 30 quid. Um... few various attachments and stuff but i reckon all in all i probably spent about two and a half thousand quid
1: yeah so it's so, a lot it's a lot of money yeah it is, is a lot of money although so,
0: yeah. although i did work out the other day i've probably got a third of that back now at least on saving on gym membership over the past two years so
1: that's the thing yeah kind of long term it does it does work itself out doesn't it so um and you can't
0: i can't put a price on convenience and um, my own personal time being saved like travel time and whatever else
1: yeah, and there's so much less excuses as well because you're not going to travel, go there, set aside an hour and a half or whatever. Part, so, part, you know what I mean?
0: Partly, but on that, just I've said it before, but on that, um, there is also an element of it's a bit, it's a thin line. So we know we've talked about thin blurry lines, blurry lines before, but it's a thin line because there isn't an the excuse and it is more convenient and I can go like I skipped calves on my leg session this morning because I was just run out of time and obviously my plan is I'll just go in there in a little while and just finish off calves which I couldn't do if I'd had to go to a gym however there are also moments where you get out of bed in the morning and because you know it's only downstairs you, I'll just lay five more minutes or ten minutes and then you just don't bother going so it, there yeah. is there is an element of you still have to be pretty motivated to go um, otherwise it's just easy to stay in your house
1: yeah yeah I get that yeah and I mean you get that just from the normal gym as well don't you but um, yeah so which is so kind of back to I suppose what I was saying like it can be quite daunting thinking oh god I've got to spend money on gym equipment and stuff but hopefully kind of as we go into things now that we can you don't have to if you want to stay active and you want to do some sort of exercise um you, you really don't have to spend a lot of money on it uh i know obviously you're in such a fortunate place where you have a home gym um and i bet you're absolutely loving life now that, <laughs> the yeah. fact that um, i'm incredibly grateful because i had a load of like crappy york weights you know, the concrete ones and the vinyl, like the plastic shells. Um, a load of those when I was a teen. Never used them. They spent the whole of their life in my wardrobe at my parents' house. Mum was like, do you want to throw these away? And I said, no, 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 I'll take them just in case. And I'm so glad that I did. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I've got those. And so I've got like a barbell and a dumbbell, <laughs> Um And then a load of plates, about 50-ish kilos of plates, maybe just under, if I put everything on the same bar. Um, so I can get a little bit of weight on there. Um, and then I've got, like, resistance bands and stuff. Uh, but apart from that, so I can get a really good workout. I, you know, I can get a really good full-body workout just with those bits. Um, but and then you have the other, like, sort of a bit further down the line of to where Brett's got a really cool, like well-kitted-out gym. I've got a few bits, and then Matt's got, like, kind of what people, were, I suppose, would more likely to be able to pick up maybe from the supermarket or just, you know, relatively uh, handily. So what have you got in your little setup, Matt? Yeah, i was got to ask that
0: yeah only, be, yeah, only because, some, um, only well, because actually, so, someone called him a ponce last time because he said oh look at you, you got your own gym home
2: <laughs> they, yeah
0: They're a true story they were like reach London leave your own gym I
2: was like I've got a couple of kettlebells um, which is what I've got mainly so before this all kicked off and actually I looked because and Willie I have been like to get one more but they didn't to be sold out everywhere, but I've got uh, a few different weights of kettlebells. Like we picked them up from Aldi or Lidl. One of the ones a few years ago, just various lower weights. And then before we got locked, knocked down, I'd ordered a couple of heavier uh, sixteen kilo ones. So that's enough for me to get a different kind of workout in. I'm not, you know, I'm not resistance training as I was before. But um, I guess in my eyes, the, the whole kit thing is you don't necessarily need tons of stuff. You could even just improvise there's um i'm sure we answer this but there's like some amazing resources on instagram now of trainers that have used uh like no gym equipment and stuff like that for years andrew tracy being one who has just released a whole program called sandbag training which is literally go buy a two pound sandbag gaff take it up chuck it in a, an old holder and then you've got you've got yourself something there you can use to to train with um so i think just to go back on Uh, the equipment stuff i've got back, so the kettlebells a few bands and pull up bar and that's kind of it and i can get pretty decent workouts in uh, with all that stuff
0: i guess i I guess there's there's like if people want to get a workout and i guess there's two two elements of looking at this there'll be some people that want to feel like they've had a workout which is totally fine Um, and there'll be some people that want a more principle-based um progressive workout where they're actually still trying to follow a formal program and and obviously create some progression, um, which they they are obviously two different things, and I don't necessarily feel like there is necessarily a bad thing or one's bad, one's good because I guess a lot of it is going to be what is the point you're trying to do it now for a lot of people with the situation we've got, they just want to do something and make the the kind of like the physical part or less important than the mental part. Like for a lot of people, they just want to exercise because it's going to make them feel good in this time period, which is. An absolutely perfectly fine and reasonable reason to do exercise right now because obviously being isolated you're stuck in all the time people f- sometimes feel guilty um they feel just you know isolated claustrophobic the things you should you would expect to be at home and just getting out and having a good workout releases all those really good endorphins that make you feel great so that so just basically i guess the reason i want to say that is because like some of the kit that you guys have got are perfect for just going out and employing some techniques to still get an actual a great workout in I suppose by great, I mean like it could just be like using certain techniques to still make sure that you're hitting some of the the things that you would expect that uh, not just to burn calories, but kind of build some muscle. So some of the, the mechanisms that we've talked about on previous podcasts around kind of still getting a pump, still obviously trying to build a decent amount of volume in certain stuff, um, focusing on mind-muscle connection. Um, then you can go into kind of, I suppose, some of the techniques around like blood flow ref- restriction type of training to, to try and obviously... Implement because obviously there's a lot of evidence around that. Um, still being able to support hypertrophy, um, drop set style training, superset or circuits that type of stuff. There's all there's there's loads of stuff people can implement to still get a good workout in air quotes in without having access to a barbell and you know 150 or 100 kilos worth of plates and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: which is I was gonna say which is why that that Andrew Tracy thing that he just released is I think it's a really great idea. Yeah. The, the whole point is. You can get a bag of builder sand for a couple of quid, a roll of gaffer tape, wrap it around, and you've got what? a very uneven, hard-to-move weight.
0: When you said um, a two-pound bag of sand, I was thinking, it's that's quite light. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, Two quid as in sterling, so like, you know, like Flash London gyms, but <laughs> and a roll of gaffer tape, you know, you're ready to go. But yeah, I that kind of just says to me like you... All, you, all you're looking to do, right, is move something. If you, again, if you want to, and you want to be, you just need to find something heavy. Like, if you've got a garden, you may be lucky and you can fashion something out of old concrete or bricks or whatever it may be. Like, you know, bags for life are strong. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember Tom. Uh, Tom Reynolds, the guy who was training to do that mental challenge, which now unfortunately been cancelled. When he was training on the beach, he was dragging along uh, a bag for life full of sand as a a way of training. So I think there are ways around getting resistance in. Um, Ideally, you would get some equipment like kettlebells or weights or resistance bands. But if given the current environment, you can't just try and be inventive, as long as it's not dangerous, obviously. Yeah.
1: You can literally use anything from your garden, can't you? If it moves, like flower pot, just don't drop it because the missus will kill you. Um, buckets of water, you know, things like that. Holding a bucket of water in front of you, doing goblet squats. You know, you can. buckets are quite heavy when you fill them up. Um, I, saw, and it,
2: I saw someone with a, with a broomstick with two buckets of water on <laughs> doing squats with it.
1: Yeah, one slides off that you fucked. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. <And> cold. <laughs> But yeah, it's yeah. So I posted on our Facebook page um, one of your time lapses and just kind of added a few bits on there. Just kind of, you know, just picks stuff up. Anything you can kind of grip uh, with your arms and kind of hug it, you can do goblet squats with it. You can do walking lunges with it. um So, you know, legs, are, I think, are the, the one people really kind of struggle with. Okay, I'm going to do air squats, but there's not really much kind of um, weight on that. And, you know, you have to do a lot or you just get DOMs more than anything. Yeah. Um, and lactic acid buildup. So, um, but if you can add, you know, something heavy to hold or put over your shoulders or, you know, give the missus a piggyback or your fellow piggyback and do some squats like with them, um, or pick the kids up. Uh, you know, if you've got kids, kids are great weights and uh, each day they're going to get that little bit heavier and you'll get that little bit stronger. So the old, uh, Greek, uh, it's Milo. Carry the, it's mil- yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, that old, that old thing. um, so, yeah, there's certainly if you get creative and really start to look around and, you know, what can you do if you've got a resistance band and you've got rafters somewhere, anywhere or a hook that's on the wall or um like a a hanging basket arm, you know, just wrap it around that. And then instantly then you've got uh, something to do, lat pull downs, tricep extensions. I, I just or... want,
0: I want to add a legal disclaimer. Can you make sure anything's safe before you do this stuff? We're not recommending you use some of the stuff Ed's doing, I think, because I can just see what's going to happen here. You're gonna you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna yeah. Bang Boing! you end up with a
2: Yeah, I did
1: <laughs>
0: I
2: did see someone posting about doing um pull ups on a door and then get absolutely slammed by all the carpenter saying that's just gonna not gonna work, is it? Like
1: I just might refuse to get one of these um you know the ones that just like loop over the top of the door frame? Uh the pull up bars. Oh,
2: I mean I I I do
1: use that, I've got one of those, but it's that, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't hang
0: off it backwards. They're, def- no. they're definitely better than the ones that use, like, compression in between the door frame. You basically yeah. They just compress those it and, out. And obviously, and yeah. they just, yeah. if they work themselves a little loose, or so you don't quite do it tight enough, and then it like, just fall off. Of it.
1: <laughs> I had one of those when I was at uni, but um, I pull it out, and I was doing it literally, like, one pull up, it fell out, and they kept doing that, and I couldn't work out how to, to keep it in place. And then I realised in the bag there was two little cups that you had to screw into the door frame. And um, and then you kind of open that up into the two little cups, and obviously you you do it so your door can still close. But so that was that was quite good actually. Um, but you just need to make sure you've got the, the head clearance. Um, to, like if your door frame is as high as your ceiling, then uh, you can't obviously go very high up into them. But I really wish I still had that now because I want to put it in the the rafters in the garage because um, I tried to do some pull ups on the rafters in the garage and my hands are in bits. Uh, <laughs> I don't know yeah so i uh, i've been actually I've, i so i spent my afternoon uh working out which builders merchants would deliver or whatever so i can get some bits of two before um and then a bit of um like steel bar or something so i can try and fashion my own pull-up bar and they uh, priced it all up and i managed to do it for about the tenner but and then the delivery was like double that should right. should just
0: find a tree or go, go to a well i don't know whether you should go to a park or not really like, just summer I keep saying, can we go to the part? And I have to keep trying to explain to her, no, you can't. Although it's hilarious how she... I don't know if I said this on last week's podcast. Oh, my memory's fucking terrible. I keep trying to go to say stuff and think, I've already said this. She basically now can... She just keeps saying coronavirus, just keeps saying it. She's obviously heard it on TV and heard people talk about it. Um, I'm not entirely sure she understands completely what, what the 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 situation is or the complexities of it all. But what's really funny is, though, she said the other day... I just want coronavirus to finish so I can show Daisy at nursery my new uh, bell dress, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is which is obviously hilarious. However, um, she keeps saying she wants to go to the park and I have to keep explaining to her you can't because of coronavirus. Summer we can't go on. So I don't know if you should go on the park and maybe like if you have got a partner you'd go on the pull ups because parks are closed. Up. You can, no, you can, um... my parks aren't closed. You can get in there. Well.
1: Not physically, but you're not supposed to go on the mind. Well,
0: no, it's, that's kind of what I was saying. But...
1: We all got grounded last week. That was one of the things he said.
0: Yeah. Isn't... Yeah, the, the other thing I've seen
2: people doing is just, like if they have trees or going to the, going to the park, but like in the woods or something, just wrapping over... Um... You no, know, like the uh, Olympic rings with the straps, you get them over and pull yeah. them up, and
0: then you've got like a pull up bar. To, to be honest, you could go in your garden with a towel and do towel pull ups, stuff like that. And you use it as a bit like a TRX if you haven't got a TRX, or just, there's loads of stuff you could do.
1: Yeah, I do have um, the rope cable attachments. I've got a couple of those because at GMA training there was only one and it was always used, so I just bought my own. Um, so I do actually have those, so I can chuck them over the rafters and do uh, pull ups on those. But I like a, quite a wide grip pull up. I've had so, that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um i don't know why i tried to make that sound like an innuendo when it just didn't sound anything like an innuendo but anyway um i am i am kind of little conscious people might be listening to this and think what are they on about it all sounds way too much hustle and fuss which i guess if you're if you're that way inclined or feeling that way then fine um all we're saying i guess is that you can be inventive if you want and still create some good workouts and still kind of get some you know some good routines and structures in place um Ideally, you'd be like yeah, me really, uh, and, and have your own gym, but you know, not everyone can. I
2: think, I think to be honest, the overriding point at the moment, in, certainly in my eyes, and I guess we we talked about this earlier, where you don't feel like doing the bit we talked about prison where you stay in bed. Even though you have got equipment, yeah. it's something's better than nothing. So even if it is just going out for your one allotted exercise outdoors and going for a run or something, or just getting out and going for a walk, you're obviously within your allowance. Um, or even just going out and just doing some skipping or something. Just like something's better than nothing, and you generally feel better for it. Um, certainly, that's my approach and my training at the moment is just do something, and then generally you find it will lead to a bit wanting to do a bit more anyway. But just to kind of touch on what you said there, it's not. Yeah, we're not saying have, no one's saying you have to train. Like people don't may not want to train during this time, and that's that's kind of perfectly fine,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think the like the the mental side of it, having that having some structure especially if you're not working or you're just looking after the kids or what have you having that structure of saying right okay i'm going to the gym that's what even though i'm going to the garage i keep saying to alex i'm going to the gym now i'll see you in 45 minutes or whatever um and in my head if i'm saying right i'm going to the gym that means that i'm switching into a mode that's not lay around the house or you know just kind of doing stuff like that um so it's been especially like not going anywhere like we are a couple that kind of go places as much as we can um so Mm -hmm. we don't yeah we don't do sitting around the house at the weekend doing nothing um so just my two days of not being at work has been like just, just not fun really um so yeah i've absolutely smashed disney plus these last two days <laughs> But having that structure and saying you know i'm going to the gym i'm going to do this right you know we're going for a walk this afternoon um and then i'm going to go to the gym when we get back like it just then fills up a couple of hours one but also Just having that structure and saying right, okay, this is what we're doing. And like when I was at work, and because knowing for well, I've been at home all day, saying right, okay, when I get back, we'll go for a bike ride, we'll go do ten miles on the bike, and yeah, just having that. Right, it's almost something to look forward to as well, as sort of as weird as that sounds like. But um, if you are sat at home all day, you kind of need that.
0: Yeah, that's all relative about the looking forward thing because it may not float your boat usually in terms of, oh, we're just gonna go for a walk. But actually, that's the best we've got at the moment. So. Yeah, you know, relatively, it's so, um, something to be excited or look forward to. Yeah. I I did just want to add in that I think, um, it's probably also worth trying to put people's minds at rest who are specifically thinking about resistance training and their training program and whether they're going to be losing muscle because for people that do resistance training, it's probably like their biggest fear when they they can't train. Um, in reality the amount of workload and volume that you have to do to maintain your muscle is a such a small proportion of the total work you do to to actually main uh, sorry to actually make any progress so as an example i'm plucking numbers out of the air so you know just take it with a pinch of salt in that respect but if say it took 20 sets a week on a body part to to make any progress so say like you bench press so you needed to do or, or like you, you know you're pushing movements you needed to do upwards of 20 sets to make any, to see any progress in your bench press. Um, your actual maintenance or minimum effective volume as, you know, coined by like someone like Mike Isretel is so much lower. That might literally be like eight sets.
1: Oh. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's, you don't need to be going doing, you know, four different exercises, three to four sets and to barely like to maintain at all, um, yeah.
0: No, but as, as in, I just want to say that it's such a small proportion. It's a bit like this. The the analogy I used around obviously someone not training and a newbie or someone that is has time off has that much faster trajectory, which will soon then catch up the person that does continue to train. Um, it's similar-ish sort of kind of principle of my, or or thinking of that. If it takes you like eight sets to maintain, obviously like muscle mass but it takes you 20 sets to grow. It's not like directly proportional between like that eight and 12. So it's not like nine sets is a bit better, 10 sets is a bit better than that. It might be like anywhere between eight to 18 might barely make any difference to be maintain a muscle and progress. And it's just those two extra sets at the end, which is the bit that actually makes that that progress happen so which is why i'm saying like people just don't need to worry about shit i can't do i can't work out as hard or i can't do as much because as i say the amount that you actually need to do to maintain your muscle in terms of the workloads and the amount of volume is just so dramatically lower and just such an easy thing to achieve so people shouldn't worry about losing muscle mass in these times even if they're not training you know that you aren't going to lose muscle like immediately the second you don't you don't pick up a dumbbell
1: no and it like you were saying before about the um Person not training and then being able to gain just as quick uh, over time as the other person um it comes back so quick so if you are somebody who's trained for years and years and you're now all of a sudden unable to train you're doing the old push-up here and the old pull-up there um but you're not really doing much um when you get back to training it will come back very very quick it'll take a few months and you'll you'll know, be back to where you were before all this um so,
0: it might it might be worth setting people's expectations there, and that when they go back, they will have to probably start lighter and not do as much workload, because you will go in and try and do what you did before, and either not be strong or you'll just fucking create yourself some of the most severe DOMs, and then you won't be able to train again for another week. Yeah. Um, so it's worth setting those expectations, but give it a, give it you know a mesocycle cycle or or you know a few weeks, and I'm sure that you'll soon be able to ramp up those volumes and workloads and the intensity again and get back to similar where you were or get to a similar stage where you were before very very quickly
1: yeah i've had this a lot with like with work and not training as much over the winter so from like october through till january not really training that much maybe once a week if i'm lucky that sort of thing and whenever then get back into a cycle come january it takes it does it takes a little bit of time it can take a good few weeks to adjust get used to the heavier weights um and all that sort of stuff and i think also even if you are training unless you have a very well kitted out gym um you're going to be used to doing lighter weights higher reps um and all that sort of stuff so um especially if you're just using a few resistance bands and a few kettlebells um so getting used to that stimulus of being under a heavy bar again or
0: um that sort of stuff um yeah Yeah. sure on that then so you just said about using obviously particular equipment might mean you have to adapt how you do it i've touched on a little bit and you did touch on a little bit then but we could maybe just kind of talk to people how like they could still have a bit of a program so i suppose i'm kind of thinking of if someone's got very basic equipment even if it is just bands or stuff you can still find most movement patterns you can do you can still do pull, pull movement patterns with bands you can still do um like push movement patterns with bands um, you can still do bicep curls, tricep curls. You can still do loads of stuff. Obviously, legs are sometimes a little bit harder, but you can obviously use other. You can still do movement patterns by using, like, basically holding heavy shit, like we said, around a, like a suitcase full of stuff or sandbags or whatever to create some resistance. But basically, you can still do a decent workout session with all movement patterns with all of the, you know, ba- very basic equipment like bands or some small dumbbells or you know whatever you've got access to. Um, people might be thinking, well, how do I how do I do that though? So I was thinking like, um, how do I explain this? I guess I was thinking like it, it might just be a case of that you have to do obviously a lot higher reps because you've got a lot lower weight. So therefore to generate the same amount of um, accumulation of other stuff, um, like your you metabolite uh, metabolize, still creates some volume, accumulate some volume. Um, but it's probably gonna be a case if you just need to take that closer to failure than you would do if you're having heavier stuff. So An example would be like where you might usually do, you know, like a a bench press of X amount of reps. You might have to just make sure that you're kind of really focusing on taking that movement pattern on like the equipment you've got access to now, as opposed to what we had before. But just making sure that you're going a lot closer to failure to make sure that you're still getting the right amount of stimulus to to reinforce some growth or, you know, kind of maintain.
1: Yeah, I think you can adjust things like bands and that to make it harder because quite often the bands are a bit light, especially if you're doing like. Bicep curls, say, but if you if you're standing on it, just widen your stance, make the band a bit shorter. Shorter the band, the more tension's there, so you can you can make things harder. Um, but like you were saying about um, focusing on that form and stuff like that, um, this is a good time to really brush up on stuff like that and tempos as well. Um, I know today, so because I don't have a, a, a bench or anything, so I was doing some floor presses with the bar, and I was just really focusing on my tempo and my muscle connection so i was making sure i was doing a solid three second um uh, eccentric face like lowering the bar um and that was i'd have done 30 reps if i wasn't doing that whereas with that i was kind of doing 18 to 20 reps um till i was like yeah this is this is pretty painful now um so well
0: it's just because obviously you've got the the kind of concept of effective reps in that you'll see growth not that growth doesn't start happening from rep one because uh, for the most part it will um, or, it's ex- or it's accepted that it will but just the majority of the stimulus that needs to come is usually around that kind of like five reps of failure. So as we know that, so as long as you're getting kind of within five reps of failure up to you know no reps of failure, um, so therefore failure, um, you can basically use whatever reps you want and just, sorry, use whatever weight you want. Therefore, the same principle apply using whatever equipment you have access to so you know your example there about doing floor press um you might have to do 30 reps to get you know five reps to failure or four reps to failure three or whatever kind of rar you're, you're going to or rp you're going to but as long as you get to that point it's pretty much the same in terms of its effect and stimulus as it would be if you were doing a heavy weight but only eight reps to failure or 10 reps to failure for hypertrophy especially it's obviously less relevant for strength because obviously you need to list heavy stuff to, to kind of build strength but for if you're just kind of talking about more working out and kind of f- physical attributes of just trying to grow some muscle then do you know what then you know that effective reps model is really all that really matters just make sure you you do kind of stimulate your muscle properly the only problem with i find with higher reps especially when you're then using stuff like bands and things it's just a bit easy to just like you know fuck off form basically and just get you know just suddenly do like Mr Mo, repping them out and just wheeling around rather than actually stimulating the muscle and creating a true mind muscle connection because you've just got yeah. so many of them you just lack concentration in form
1: yeah you get bored don't you if you're having to do 30 reps like you're pretty bored by 15 yeah. uh, that's why when I do normal gym work I try not to schedule anything the odd thing might go up to 20 reps, but I certainly don't try and schedule anything higher than that. Um,
0: Especially because... because the first 15 are fucking easy as well. Yeah. Like I said, oh, cool. it's, obviously it's so
1: easy. You, just... you do go full on Mr. Motivator, like bam, 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 just get them out, get them out, get them out. And then you're like, oh, okay, now it gets a bit harder. Um, you start focusing a bit more, but yeah. So, um...
0: What else do we yeah. have to add?
1: Uh, so you said earlier on about doing things like drop sets and stuff like that so if you have the ability to change the weight at all um or if you can superset with other things we can do rest, uh,
0: rest pause instead of drop sets so basically just as many reps you can to failure pause five seconds see how many more you can get and then just do as many sets as that as you want you know you might do two three extra four extra sets so you just pause again for another five seconds see if you can do another couple pause again do another couple that's a good way to build up metabolites and again some volume and get some extra stimulus that you might not got in a traditional kind of program.
1: Yeah, definitely, especially with bands and stuff where you don't have or um, weights where they're like a solid weight. So some people might have, you know, a couple of kettlebells or like a set of dumbbells that are a certain weight. Um, so if you don't have the luxury of moving up and down in weights, then that's a yeah great, great, effective way of, of uh, fatiguing yourself. Yeah. Matt, mm-hmm.
0: anything to add? Kind
2: of, any kind of training hacks or no I, I think you covered a lot of it right it's just for me I'm a bit of a tangent but I'm using this time rather than trying to maintain what I don't have um, it's more just to try and learn some new skills as well um, so like, I, I don't really use kettlebells and I don't really like pitch training but I don't really like um you know, quite intense training, as you both know. Um, so actually doing some more different exercises, learning that and getting used to that and building up some, I guess, almost some cardiovascular fitness through weight training with the kettlebells is something I'm trying to do. Um, obviously, cutting down the rest times on that stuff I'm doing. So it's very little rest. You're going for as many reps as possible in certain times, stuff like that. Very CrossFit-y, I guess. Um, Something I've never done before. So I'm using that time to you know, so it's challenging, I and it's and it's interesting because I've not done it. Um, yeah, that's the kind of only things I'd add to that. What you, you guys have already said.
0: I, I do like the direction you went in there because when um, Ed was speaking earlier, I wanted to pick up on some a similar vein. Actually, in that um, he mentioned running, and I said well, I was thinking to myself, well, actually, now might be the time to switch your focus, motivation onto something different that you maybe wouldn't do. Which is exactly what you've just said, really. And I was thinking more running at the time, but because just because it's easy to get out now and do. Um so you might go from, you know, a traditional resistance style training program to thinking, actually, now I'm going to try and do a bit of a running program and trying to get used to or improve my cardio and improve my cardiovascular health.
1: It's a great one, especially if you're not, you know, trying to, if you just go to the gym because you enjoy lifting weights and you enjoy the exercise side of things so if you're not bothered about you know gaining as much muscle as possible just shifting focus exactly like you say it can be great and it can just still stimulate the mind and you know trigger all those kind of endorphins that you enjoy so much about lifting weights you can get the same from running and cycling all that sort of stuff the amount of people that i've seen on the estate and when we've gone on a couple of bike rides last week uh down the lanes and stuff the amount of people that um, you can tell don't do a lot of exercise, should we say um get out and about and' because it's so sunny, they haven't been out this weekend uh because it's been cold and overcast, but um yeah, because of the weather and everything they kind of they've been told to do it as well, haven't they really you know go do an hour uh it's great to see that, and it's great to see people kind of shifting to uh to a slightly different mindset of things of going, you know what I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna do this um people like. On their bikes from when they were kids. Um, Alex saw something on Facebook of a girl who used to live next door to her out on a bike, and she said, "Always oh, that the bike we used to like drag skateboards on 15 years ago." And she was like, "Yeah, that's exactly that bike." <laughs> uh, people haven't been out on them for years or whatever, but it's good to see people kind of out and about and yeah, shifting mindsets. So. Yeah, I, the
2: other thing I'd say actually is there's quite a. Um, I don't know if you guys notice as much. Maybe it's my social. It's quite like a nice community things sort of emerging at the moment because obviously no one can see each other or training classes i've seen plenty of like and I mean there's quite a lot of people coming for criticism of it. like oh why are you giving away your home workouts you don't normally do this blah 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 but actually there's a load of people like following, doing follow-alongs stuff like yoga um like doing free classes for people or helping out um just get people moving joe wicks for all these <laughs> flaws i know on nutrition but actually the the thing he's doing in terms of getting the nation moving that's like actually should be applauded mm-hmm. um i know he's donating all always advertising uh, revenue from youtube to nhs so that's a, a number positive but actually there's loads loads of people doing like community staff stuff um and you see it with the likes of swift which is the cycling stuff indoors you can do like virtual races that side of things as well is quite a nice
0: still
1: like getting some exercise in but also feeling connected i think just got another tangent it's not a tangent not it's, a tangent yeah. at all yeah it's kind of looking at like that uh, peloton uh, i know they come on fire yes. their adverts but it's the same sort of thing like so many people are doing like if you if you're lucky enough to have a spin bike or a turbo trainer at home and then you can jump on skype with some mates um and it's no, no problem you're not going anywhere and you're not seeing the scenery but you can both be on your turbo trainers or both be on your spin bikes and you're chatting along like you would do on a group ride um There's
0: so no, no doubt there must be something on youtube you can stick on like videos where you cycle cycling yeah. or whatever there must be they used to have them on the treadmills like the old life fitness treadmills at Jeep, uh, the gym i used to go to where you just like run the vegas strip or run out through like southwest grand canyon and stuff
1: yeah, there was some mountain uh, like uh, spin bikes at my uni gym, and they had mountain bike courses and stuff. Yeah.
0: so you mu- they must uh, must have that on YouTube, where you could sit there like stick YouTube on your TV because most people got smart TV nowadays, don't they? And obviously, like you say, sitting on a spin bike or a turbo trainer, just both stick YouTube on and just feel like you're cycling together through whatever you're playing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it's nice. and I've seen a lot of gyms, especially. Doing, uh, you know, jumping the Facebook group, and then there's a live video of the like the normal gym classes that they go to. Um, and I think, yeah, Brett, talk about uh, muting your mic. <laughs> uh, sorry for anybody who's got headphones on and got them all very high. Um, I've seen people doing PT sessions over um, over Skype and over Facebook and stuff like that as well. Uh, good job muting, Brett, when you drops everything.
2: Yeah, no, I've, seen, I've seen quite a lot of um, like loads of like, follow along stuff and people giving away free resources and asking for email addresses and stuff like that Um, I think at the moment if you want to find something to do at home there's probably someone who's very good at it already on Instagram or YouTube that you could find and generally most people seem to be giving away stuff certainly some of the more basic stuff in the way for free and I'm sure there is potential to use their services if you so wish but now or ever, there's so much stuff out there you can use for for free and to get going so if you if you are listening and you're not you know you've never stepped foot in the gym oh well, actually now's a good time to start doing some sort of training just to get yourself moving um you know fitness i guess is is important for the mental side of things as we discussed last week so by all means take advantage of all that stuff being out there now
0: and we've got a f- don't forget we've got a free home workout template plan for our group already So if people want it, just join the group and you can get it. Yeah. No email address is required. Um, I think we've done there, boys. We're nearly hitting the hour mark. So thank you so much for your input. It's been delightful. Um, We haven't had this on feature for a while. Matthew's never seen this feature. Um, And this is technically only going to be half the feature. However, the feature is good product, bad product. I've only got a good product to share. No bad product, I'm afraid. So no guessing involved. However, would someone like to describe the product that is? Turn your blur oh Is it going to focus? There
1: you go. How it's that? It's ice cream, and it's...
0: Can you read that? Do I need pecan, to
1: vanilla Pekin Praline.
0: Pekin Praline, yes. Legitimate, yeah. very good, low-calorie ice cream. Usually, we'd have a guessing game, wouldn't we, in terms of what one's good or which one's bad, two new products. However, you know which one's good, because it's the only one here.
1: Um, we We could have done that. You just didn't have to say... It was good.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. I could have done that. However, I I felt that would be disrespectful to how good OPPO are. To be fair, OPPO is the best low-calorie ice cream out of all of them. Fight me.
2: I haven't had a low-calorie ice cream in about two years,
0: so... Wait, you do not eat half a pot anyway, so... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, it is. It's just the the best, and this is a fabulous flavour. It is... Obviously a vanilla ice cream, but it's got a caramel swirl, bits of pecan praline in it, um, and it is delicious. So, uh, hat tip Oppo. Only 198 calories per tub. My only um, criticism, I suppose, of it is most of the low-calorie most, most of the low-calorie ice creams are generally quite high in protein. Um, however, I think this is something that only 11 grams per tub. Which is Ooh, yeah. probably it's about awesome. yeah, probably about half the usual of, of most of these. So um that is a slight slight um negative and takes away maybe a quarter of a star, but the flavour and the uh, texture still definitely a winner. So good stuff. Stuff good stuff, right. On that note, anything else you want to add right, before goodbye. I say au revoir? Nope,
1: nothing no. to plug. Go no. On.
0: Go on then, Matt. Hit, Do- hit the button. Hit the, hit the button. button. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.